Hey, what's going on, parents? Happy Teenager Tuesday. We are back after a one-week hiatus with a culture update. Uh, I've got some really cool stuff coming up this summer in May, and uh, but before we kind of get into any of that stuff that's coming up in the future, uh, today is culture update, and with me is somebody whose email all of you probably know, but maybe you don't know her face. It is the one and only Kira Watson. Hey, Kira, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? So excited to be here for Teenager Tuesday for this culture update. Um, just a little bit about me. I've been at Hope for almost five years. Long time. Um, worked under Will for most of those. Yeah. <laughs> um, You're so, welcome. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, worked here for almost five years. Have a husband, Skylar. He's fantastic. Um, our kids are uh, animals. So we have um, a dog named Moses and two cats, one named Dave and one named Dipper. That we just got, and he is preventing us from sleeping. So if you have a newborn out there, I kind of feel your pain a little bit. Not really, but (laughs) a little bit, maybe. A little bit. A taste of it. How's that? A taste. Yeah, not the full yes. entree. Yeah. A little appetizer. That's yes. good. Uh, well, let's let's jump into what we're talking about today. Um, kind of again, this is culture update. And as always, if you haven't yet already, please like and uh, share, mm-hmm. subscribe if you're on YouTube or if you're on um, Spotify. Please share this with other parents as well, because hopefully we, we. I've been told by parents, man, this stuff is very helpful. Usually, the culture updates are the ones we get the most kind of views and interaction with too, which is cool. Love so, it. Uh, let's jump into it. There, there's really only two things, and then we're going to do some slang words, updated slang, slang words, words out my there. Favorite. That's right. Um, the first thing is Jonathan Hyatt. If uh, if you've kind of if we've talked a lot about parenting, that kind of stuff, or, or, you know, you and I as a parent and that kind of thing, uh, you've probably heard me reference Jonathan Hyatt. He is mm-hmm. uh, just a brilliant researcher. He's a professor at NYU, uh, and he has just such good insight into his research um, on Gen Z and next-gen research, because uh, Gen Z is kind of getting older now, which is crazy, but yeah. uh, he had this very interesting uh, article in The Atlantic that talked all about uh, social media's impact on us as a country, like, you know, painting with broad strokes, but us as a country and our, the social fabric over the last like 10, 15 years. And so interesting. He actually used, um, the, the tower of Babel to kind of really reference and talk through, like give an imagery of it, you know, which one thing that he he said in here, I won't read it all verbatim, but a few quotes is he said, Babel, uh, the tower of Babel, in Genesis, Babel is not a story of tribalism. Mm-hmm. He, he's saying God didn't strike the Tower of Babel and then and then immediately make people into these tribes. He said instead, it's a story about the frag- fragmentation of everything. And he uses that as an illustration to kind of show what we thought social media was going to do was to be this tower or pre-Tower of Babel. Everybody speaks one language. Everybody kind of comes together and does one thing. Um, But instead, what's happening is it is a fragmentation of all the things and people groups and all the stuff that were out there. Anyways, he he makes the argument that it doesn't bring unity. In fact, he quotes this one Twitter engineer who worked on the retweet button which was a game changer at the yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. Because for the first time you could retweet and then it was like, I support uh-huh. this. I, I share. Yeah, exactly. I, I share. This is what I believe. What do you, do you believe what I believe? Or mm-hmm. you got to see what, where I stand on whatever issue or topic or whatever sports thing. I don't care. Uh, but the, he said the, the uh, one of the engineers who worked on it later revealed that he regretted his contribution because what he said was, is that it made Twitter a nastier place. Wow. Isn't that weird? That is so strange. 
Yeah. yeah it, I, I feel like I would think that being able to, like, share your thoughts without having to formally write something that you may not be as knowledgeable about. Yeah. Because I feel like that's a lot of the time when we share on social media, that's why we're sharing. Yeah. Because, like, it's a topic that we may support or yes. something like that, but yes. we don't know a whole lot about it. Yes. And the people that wrote that post did, do or did. Mm. And so that's so strange, but yeah, it makes sense. And yeah, it does. Kind of in hindsight, it makes sense. Yeah. Which I wish hindsight wasn't 2020. Yeah. You know, future, I don't know what future is. Forward side? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> a, a few more quotes from him, which you got to go and read this. Again, Jonathan Hyatt, The, the Atlantic. Uh, he said, when people lose trust in institutions, they lose trust in the stories told by those institutions. Wow. The structures we live in. Yeah. The institutions that we live in. Yeah. Family being one of the most important. Yeah. And I think that that's definitely something that we can take from this is that we need to build that family institution and we need to to put time and Mm -hmm. intention into family because if we don't, then the institutions that we go back to, the one that should be the safest place, the place where we go when we need to rest or recuperate or anything like that, when we just need to be ourselves Mm -hmm. freely, family, if it's broken, then we don't have that. Yeah. It automatically is taken out, and so we start to look for it in different places, social mm-hmm. media being one of them probably. Yeah, it is, yeah. And it's such a slow drift to mm-hmm. this. You know, it's not like this violent, um, uh, our family's great, now it's broken. It's like a drift of unintentionality, you yeah. know, that, at least from my perspective. Um, uh, one more thing that he said in there, and again, go read this. He said, the most important change we can make to reduce the damage, damaging effects of social media on children. He's specifically talking in this quote uh, more so about young, young women because it, it tends to hurt young girls more than guys, but it hurts both. Mm-hmm. Um, he said the most, uh, what we can do to reduce uh, the damaging effects of social media on children is to delay entry until they have passed through puberty. Wow. Not, not started puberty. <laughs> what would that mean? Like 18? A- A- An 18-year-old? 22? <laughs> yeah, you know, twenty four. I, I just turned twenty four. Yeah, maybe a twenty four year yeah. old. Yeah, golly. He's saying the 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 most important change to make is to wait. Yeah. On social media, which us as student ministry, we we try not to like we tell people or young young people, hey, if if it doesn't, if your parents aren't allowing it, great. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah, but, it's better. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's so good. I it think. Is. Social media, I want to say, came out when I was, like, sixth grade, I really? think. I I think. Yeah. Like, well, not Facebook, but, like, Instagram Friendster and stuff and like that. Zang, yeah, yeah, like, all of that. No, stuff. I'm just kidding. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> that was before MySpace, before yeah. Facebook. Yeah, okay, so I, I guess, like, that stuff came out before yeah. me. But, like, yeah. I'm thinking, like, the current stuff, um, like, Instagram, Facebook. Facebook came out when I was in uh, elementary school, probably. But, oh, yeah. Um, Man, there's so much, like, FOMO, fear of missing out when it comes to, like, not having social media or not being on social media. I talk to so many students and say, like, hey, maybe it's good for you to take a little break, especially while we're at camp or Mm. when we're at movement for one weekend, literally two days at movement. And they're like, but I want to post. Yeah. But what if if nobody sees? Like, like, nobody will see what I'm doing. Nobody will know or... I might miss something. Yeah. What if one of my friends posts that they're with so-and-so and I don't know? Yeah. And it's but, like, well, why does it matter? I know. But it does matter. But it does. It, it for sure it, the does. The feeling of it matters, which I – the again, Jonathan Hyatt. He said for a lot of time, a lot of years in his research, he's shown like if they 
if you spend two hours or less on social media every day, then the the amount of depression and anxiety and mm-hmm. and the, the the growth of development that you're able to have because you spend less time, it just skyrockets. So uh, I guess one takeaway would be delay as long or two, delay yeah. as long as possible. And if you can't delay two hours or less than two hours, less yeah. than two hours. Limiting um, is definitely good. Yeah. I try to limit myself. <laughs> I do too. Screen time. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah. yeah model it. It's so important. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 To model, model it yeah. and to like live it out. And yeah. um, I think, I mean, even us not having kids, but being influential in students' mm. lives, like it's so important for us to be modeling that. Oh, and so, sure. I mean, yeah. as parents, they see what you do and they replicate it. And yes. so modeling what you want them to be like and when it comes to social media and screen time and stuff like that is so important. Yeah, that yeah, is weird. But another thing that we wanted to mention uh, in this culture update is Gallup just did a survey. Um, now, I'll, I'll kind of do these surveys in reverse. Gallup did a survey with Gen Z, um, that or the the middle school, high school aged people, and um, and they found in 2014 that the number of, or sorry, young adults, 18 mm-hmm. to like 24, the um, in 2014 the number who who were identifying as LGBTQ plus was 3.5 or 3.7. And then three years later, 2017, it was 4.5. Okay. So there's a little bit of rising. However, the one they just did found one in six. Wow. One in six Gen Z adults. Because Gen Z are now, like, they're not the, the uh, you know, middle school, five, fifth graders. Yeah. They're now adults mm-hmm. or becoming adults, most of them. And one in six That's identify LGBT+. Plus. That's so a big difference. It is. It's huge. And for those of you out there, um, if you're listening on Spotify, you can't see this, but um, we have a resource, a hope resource that that was made uh, that is like, it's not super long. It's about six pages um, long that gives tips, helpful tips, um, conversational ways or ways you can have conversations, uh, scripture, mm-hmm. the scripture in context, common questions that bring up common like rebuttals that kind of come up and that kind of thing. So please, please, if you don't... Uh, Take advantage of any other resource that we have, that we make, that we put out there. Please take advantage of this one. Be ready. Even if the conversation hasn't happened or if it has already happened, this is this is going to help you have that conversation even better in the future. So check that out Absolutely. at hopefellowship.net slash parent resources. So find that in there. To end today, let's talk about some slang words. Slang words. Slang words. I you love want, it. You want to tell them about the first one? Yes. Because you had never to. heard of this. No. Yeah. Um, so the first one that we have is nine, not the word nine, but the number nine. Um, and basically it means that a parent is watching or probably just any adult, honestly. Um, they could use it for that, but man. It's kind of like, hold, Yeah. Hang on, wait, don't don't talk, don't don't continue. Yes. A parent's watching. Nine. Yeah, nine. 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 Alarm. Alarm. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So if you see that, you know, you have access to your students, like text messages or something or something like that. Like, and you see nine, it's because they're like, well, hold on, don't talk yet. Yeah. And maybe follow up with that conversation and see what that was about. Yeah. And on a positive slang, uh, something you can use that would make, probably give some eye rolls is uh, (laughs) understood the assignment. That's understood. So when someone, when you, you say about someone like she understood her assignment. 
Yeah, it just means like they knew what they were supposed to do and they killed it. Mm-hmm. So, so yep. if you want to give a compliment with a slang word, maybe give a, give an eye roll. You know, they hey, you mowed the lawn and you understood the you assignment. Understood the assignment. They do say it all the time. They do. It's great. Um, hey. Uh, we love y'all. And uh, signing off today, as a reminder, as always, you can do this. You're not alone. God is with you, and so are we. Have a great week. 